0: Hi everyone, this is the Jay Marisa podcast and this is a special update show. So, uh, some quick updates uh, tell you about basically one championship just happened last weekend. I'm going to talk about that and some updates regarding the podcast and my life. So let's start off with one championship. I'll just break down a few of the fights that were more memorable to me. Um, before I start, but before I talk about the fights, I'm going to talk about the logistics of the fight. So... One Championship moved from Saturday evenings in Bangkok to Friday evenings in Bangkok. First of all, traffic on a Friday night in Bangkok is disgusting. Like, it takes you about two and a half hours to reach the stadium. And it's just really big of a hassle. But on One Championship's defense, they moved to Friday nights because there's no competition regarding fights and sports broadcasting that night. So, for example, Saturdays we have Thai Fight and Max Muay Thai, the champion. Sundays we have Channel 7, MX, and Super Muay Thai. There's a lot more, but these are the the main Muay Thai fights that are broadcasted these days, on the weekend. And not only for fight sports, but things like the Premier League and tennis. You know, it's usually on the weekend, so that's why One Championship decided to move their fights to Friday. Um, so like I said, we, it took me about two and a half hours to get to the stadium or some or about two, yeah, two hours. Once you get to the stadium, there's a bit of commotion regarding the tickets. So you, you get a ticket that's either like the regular ticket, the category one or category two, and then there's VIP. This is what you receive prior to the event. Once you reach the stadium, you have to exchange this for an actual ticket. So there was it was different than previously. They when I went to the place to get my ticket, the the girl said it's at random and she gave me a regular ticket. Regular ticket is extremely far away. And I would not go to one championship if I had if I had known that I'd have this ticket. So after that, I had to call my friend who helped me. And then I went to the VIP. I had to queue up again at the VIP section. Then the VIP ticket is only one name per ticket, so I was with my brother at the time. Only my name was on the list, so they only wanted to give me one ticket. How ridiculous is that? Again, had to call my friend and try and figure out how to get more tickets. Finally, they allowed that. I also had to look after Jo Natterwood's sponsor, so she was on her way. Who he had travelled all the way from America just to see the fights. So just for that, the logistics was terrible. They need to look after the people going to the stadiums a little bit better. Things should be a bit more organized. Um, I don't think I'll be going again to one championship in Bangkok because it's much more comfortable to watch it on TV. All right. So I I get into the stadium. And at that time... We're already up to the fifth fight after an hour of commotion outside just through the ticket situation. Uh, The fifth fight, I think the stadium was quite empty at that time, but then later on towards the the middle of the night, it filled up, and I think it did get actually full. But then again, like I said, it's Friday night, and everyone's going to be late because Friday night traffic in Bangkok, when it's raining as well, is just immense. All right, so... Like I said, Joe's sponsor was coming to meet and watch the fight. She left her hotel at five thirty and arrived at the fight at nine pm, so she just m- made it in time for Joe's fight, who was the la the second to the last. She was also a sponsor of Lord Siller, and she missed that. She missed that fight. Anyway, let's talk about some of the most memorable fights of the night. So. Like I said, I arrived at the fifth fight, so let's talk about the sixth fight. Um, the Cuban, Gustavo ballad he had a huge height disadvantage against the Cambodian, Chan Rottena. I, f- I believe the Cuban was around 150 centimeters. Um, the, C- the Cambodian kept stepping in with his knees to the Cuban's face, who retaliated using his wrestling skills by picking up Chan and throwing him to the ground. Obviously, this move can only be done a few times as Gustavo had used all of his energy and power performing these moves. By the last round, Gustavo was absolutely tired and he had no fight left in him and was just bouncing off the cage and rocking around and taking, a- taking attacks from Chan. Chan won by decision. Bout number seven, Savas Michael against Lurge Siller, Puka top team. Both of these guys are crowd favorites. They both started the fight going in forward. So Lord he likes to read his opponents, predict their movements, and then counter. Savas tried to avoid these predictions, and he began to change his guard and then attack, change his guard again, and then attack, and then change footwork. Lord counters almost each time, feeling out Savas's way, sweeping Savas in the first round. As the second round began, Savas went straight in for the attack. Lucilla backs up against the cage, then waits for Savas' attack. As his guard is open, Lucilla goes in with a right and left hand. Savas shrugs it off. At the same time he shrugs it off, he kind of loses a couple seconds of focus and steps in with a knee. Lucilla goes in again with an overhand right, catches Savas's knee, and throws Savas to the canvas. Savas injures his elbow very badly. I believe it may be broken, and gets taken out by a stretcher. The fight is over, and Lucila wins by TKO. Bout number eight: Tan Lee, who's American Vietnamese but pretty much American, against Kotetsu Boku, who's Japanese. I think there's quite a bit, of quite a big age difference here. Baku being much older. Um, so we get into the fight. Tan Lee lands a strong left hand to Baku, but he remains composed. Strong left head kick to Baku, but he remains composed. A second later, Lee lands a body kick followed by a right hand, and Baku is down. Lee finishes it with another right hand, and the fight is over. TKO. TKO win to Tan Lee. Now, Let's skip to the semi-finals of the kickboxing tournament, where the prize, the final prize is 1 million USD. Sami Sana v's Dazabar. Both fighting in their usual styles, Dazaba re- relying on his rolling thunder heavy punches and using the space of the octagon. Sana using his long rage and weapons. Dazabar gets tired throughout the fight, losing composure, and again attempting too many spinning back kicks and punches with no look of landing any of them. Sana keeps his composure and looks to be a master of technician against Azabar. Sana wins via decision. The second bout of the kickboxing final, Joe Natovot views Georgia Prashogian. Like, you know, Joe is my favorite. I was definitely rooting for Joe. But sadly, Joe rushed into the fight, leaving an easy setup for the doctor to predict his movement and lands Joe clean on the chin, not him straight out. Jojo wins via KO and goes straight to the final against Sami Sana. So there were two other fights left. Well, I mean, I just skipped past the girls one, but I'm going to talk about that right now. Stamp Fairtex against Aishia Roka from India. All I can say is what a mismatch. I think uh, Aisha Roker had was 7-0 in boxing and Stamp Fairtex had had almost up to 100 Muay Thai fights. How why I don't know. So Stamp had been training in MMA for about 2 years and Aisha possibly the same, I'm not sure. Anyway, so Stamp plays with Aisha, who lands a couple nice punches and then Stamp uses her new jujitsu skills, and Rhea chokes Aisha winning the fight. I don't know why they keep feeding easy opponents to stamp. She's a really good fighter. She can fight other really good opponents. But she was happy to use her new found jitsu techniques, which, good for her. She's great. Anyway, the last fight of the night was a title fight, Petshtam Petshindi, defending his title against Ilias and Perch walkout stole the crowd's performance, stole the crowd, but his performance couldn't match the hype. He is known as the Baby Shark. He came out with Baby Shark and then got lifted by a Uf- pretty famous UFC fighter as he was dressed like Lion King. <laughs> It was pretty cool but I think he wasted a lot of his energy on the walkout as he was dancing as well and then kind of had to focus on that and then go into the fight. Like I said, Ilya schooled him and knocked knocked out Pech Dam, winning the flyweight kickboxing title. All right, so that was just a brief little review of one championship. Another thing I'd like to say is if you're going to go to the stadium don't expect to be f- Apart from the fights, it's a very long night. It's like 16, I think it was 16 fights in the night or 15 fights. It's very long. Um, it's difficult to buy food and drinks there. So make sure you eat before you go. Uh, they don't do much crowd interaction, which I think they should do. Because if you go to watch sports, say, in America or somewhere, they're going to have like different sort of activities. will include the audience. Maybe they'll have cheerleaders. I don't know. Something that will make you more entertained throughout the show. So prepare yourself for that. I think that's one thing that one championship should improve on is if they're going to have people at the stadiums, you should entertain them all the time because it's a long night. It's tiring. All right. So my last updates, just mostly about myself. Um, I just started studying a master's degree in psychology and I'm also planning female fight league workshops in Bangkok that will be in Muay Thai and self-defense just for women. So please follow my page at Facebook slash female fight league uh, for more information about that. That'll be weekly starting in September. Obviously, as well as these, I'm still managing tofa and helping my father out with the gym, planning the world championships for next year. So I'm really trying to manage my time. That being said... I will be releasing my podcast. Um, I will decrease it, though. I'll have English language episodes twice per month and a Thai language once per month, but it will have English subtitles, which I think is absolutely enough. Um, it gives me more time to focus on the quality of the content. It will be fight, sports, and pop culture, but I do want to add more fun and interesting topics happening in and outside of Thailand, not just talk about fight sports because I need to stay ent- entertained also. So thank you all for this. For listening to this short episode and stay tuned for more. Please hit the subscribe button and follow the Jay Marisa podcast. Mm-hmm. Ka, from ka.